experience the presence of God, the outpouring of His splendor, spirit, and supernatural glory. God is about to do a new thing in this season of Open Heavens. 70 days dedicated to fasting and prayer. Host, God's servant, Nanaseyo Pokusakwadir. Theme, I am about to do a new thing. Venue, Plot 16, Potter City, Mutual All our struggles, all our weakness, all our shortfalls is because of the lack of knowledge and ignorance about the third person of the Godhead. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about when Jesus Christ was living, whom he left you for. Somebody have to take care of you. Hallelujah. You have not come to know him. You have not understood him. It's a reason why your prayer life is weak. It's a reason why you are not serving God well. Our greatest problem in the kingdom is not the devil. It's ignorance. God said, my people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. Tell your neighbor, lack of knowledge. Tell your neighbor, lack of knowledge. He didn't say lack of prayer. My people. And the, the serious where there is my people. God said, my own people are destroyed. And the reason they are getting destroyed because they lack knowledge. They are praying, but they don't have knowledge. They are fasting, but they don't have knowledge. They are trying to marry, but they don't have knowledge. Mm. The reason they are getting divorced is not because the devil is strong. It's because they don't have knowledge. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, first, it starts with the Garden of Eden. God the Father comes in the cool of the day, have fellowship with Adam. What a blessing. Hallelujah. And the Lord God, the Lord God created a garden, eastward in Eden, and put the man whom he has made. And God asked him to dress the garden and keep it. And in the cool of the day, the Lord God will walk there and come and have fellowship with man. Man committed a tracing, so to speak. And then God departed from man, drove the man out of the garden. And then he has to work a plan of salvation. Immediately he said, well, because of what the serpent did, I am going to introduce what I call the seed of the woman. The same woman that you use, I'm going to use his seed to bruise your head. I mean, fast forward, that brought the birth of Jesus Christ. The greatest event that ever happened in life, in the universe, is the drama at the cross of Calvary. Are you following me? When Jesus Christ was hung at the cross of Calvary. But talking about his birth, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then... At baptism, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible said, she went to the wilderness, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, came back, and returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. He spent 33 years on earth. He started his ministry at the age of 30 years. And by 33 years, he was ascending to heaven. He has died, he was buried, and rose triumphantly on the third day. Amen. Now, this third person of the Godhead, we are the only religion on earth that a lot of people misunderstood us. People said, how can you have three gods? We don't have three gods. We don't have God the Father because some people misinterpret it. They talk about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'll come to that in a second. 
I will give you the information so that next time when they argue with you, you give them the right information. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible said that Jesus told the disciples that in the book of John chapter 16, John chapter number 16, hallelujah. If you permit me, I'll read from verse number 6. So he was talking to the disciples and he came to the place and said, but because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. What was he trying to tell them? What was he saying? That for the first time, sorrow filled the heart of the disciples. Because he was telling them that, I'm not going to be with you, I'm going to leave. One day you will not see me again. You will look for me, you can't find me, I have to leave. But then he told them that the reason I'm leaving is that, if I leave, it is going to be profitable to you. Amen. You can see that in the next verse, verse number 7. Jesus said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient, it's another word for profitable, that it's expedient for you that I go away. We don't want you to go. Why can you go? If you go, who is going to multiply the fish? Who is going to multiply the bread? Who is going to do this? And Jesus said, it is profitable for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. If I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. One scripture said that, I am going to send you the promise of the Father. So God promised the Holy Spirit by Jesus that sent him. All the three were in place. Let us make man in our image. If you check the book of Genesis, the word there, let us, is plural. It's U-X. That verb is a plural verb. It means that God was not alone creating the world. There were other people with him. Hallelujah. We will come back to that in a second. But he said that, nevertheless, it is profitable for you that I go. If I don't go, the comforter will not come. But okay, can you tell us the difference between you and the comforter? Is the comforter coming like you? Is he going to multiply bread? Oh man. Is he going to multiply fish? He said, no way. If I send Peter to India, Thomas to India, and Peter is in Jerusalem, and Bartholomew is in somewhere in China, because when Jesus Christ was here on earth, where Jesus is is where the power is. So watch this. To encounter Jesus, you must go to where he is to encounter the power. But he said, one is coming after me. When you are in China, he will be there with you. When you are in Ghana, he will be there with you. So it is profitable for you that I go. If I don't go, the Holy Spirit will not come. So what is the difference between the Holy Spirit and Jesus? The Holy Spirit is Jesus without limit. I pray that somebody's understanding will come alive. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? There is no, now look at the word he used. That is a Greek word. I will send you home. The comforter. Go to the NIV version. But very truly I tell you. It is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate, the advocate will not come. Let's go to the Amplified Version. Let's go to the Amplified Version. Good. This is why it will come out. But I tell you the truth. It is your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, 
So look at the qualities of the one that is coming. Number one, he's going to be a helper. Then in bracket, he said that the comforter, the advocate. Number three, so look at it. All this, all this benefit are the things you are mixing. Not knowing the Holy Spirit. These are the things you are mixing. Give it attention. Let me show you something. Jesus said, when I leave, I, but I tell you the truth, it is, it is, it is to your advantage, it's to your merit that I go away. For if I do not go away, it means that once I'm here, you can come. But it is good for you that I go. If I do not go away, the helper. So one of the benefits you will get from the Holy Ghost is that he becomes your helper. I don't understand. Helper in what? Helper in the company you have started. In the marriage you have entered. In the ministry you are doing. Oh, can I go deeper? In your academic excellence. The Bible even says he will remind you of the things you have learned. So you are not passing exam because you are sharp. The Holy Ghost must remind So not knowing him makes everything becomes a struggle. Christianity without him is just a mere religion. He said, that Holy Spirit, your helper. Number two, comforter. Why comforter? Because we live in the world that sometimes things can hit you. Losing a loved one. I'm not even talking about death. But the guy that says he loves you now has dropped the love. Promises that are not fulfilled. Promise and fail situations. What do you do when you are feeling the pain? What do you do when people sitting by you don't even know what you are going through? Oh man. Your outward appearance is totally different from what is happening in the inside of you. But the Bible said the Holy Spirit is there. That no matter the pain you are going through, He will comfort you. Now, what about if you don't know him? How does he comfort you? I'm going to come to the place and tell you that the Holy Ghost is not a wind. He moves like a wind. Oh, oh, let the fire fall. No, he is not fire. He purifies like fire. So, who is the Holy Spirit? He's a person. We are going to go to that in a second. He's a person. That is why he can comfort. The comforter, the advocate. Oh, my. It's another uh, 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 advocate. Is another word for uh, 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 a lawyer. It's another word for your your barrister, whatever they call them, the one that represents you at court. So when they file a case against you, instead of going for lawyer Kulolo, the Holy Ghost say, "Leave me to go to the court." Why? No, the Holy Spirit. When you come to court, what are you going to do? And the Holy Ghost is going to tell you that the judge sitting at the bench, I own his heart. I don't need to file any case. I can just turn his heart around. So he is your advocate. He is your intercessor. Ah. Ah. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Ah. This is you. This is the devil. For Pastor become all the authors in your family. Are you getting it? When 
your breakthrough is coming and they want to stop it. The Holy Ghost is the one that stands between you and the enemy. Listen to what the Bible said. When the enemy comes in like a flood, my goodness, it is the same Holy Ghost that says, hey, enemy, stop over there. The Holy Ghost will lift up what? As Oh man, you will shout when I finish preaching. Say that man of God. Standard. Another word for standard is what I call in our modern time in war anti-missile mechanisms. And so you are fighting with Israel. The advantage Israel has over Hamas is that when Israel shot their missile, it goes straight to the target. But when Hamas shoots his missile, Israel has anti-missile mechanism. So the missile was supposed to land on this place. This is the land of Israel. By the time the missile gets to a point, anti-missile mechanism meets the missile and diverts it into the sea. And so their missile couldn't hit his target. So the, at midnight, there was a witch that shot an arrow. There was a sickness that shot at you. But because you belong to the Holy Ghost, the Bible said that the Holy Ghost took the missile and diverted it into the sea. When the enemy comes in like a flood, it is the Spirit of the Lord that says, Stop there. And that is why you cannot be ignorant about this third person of the Godhead. Unfortunately, you are not conscious of him. And I wish I have time. You are not conscious of him. Some of you live your life as if he does not exist. Very soon I'm going to take you to the place that because he's a person, he can be grieved. It is possible that from the time you wake up to the time you come to church, you have offended him ten times. What is the disadvantage of offending the third person of the Godhead? Sit down. Let's, let's continue from here. The Bible says he's a counselor. He's an intercessor. He's a strengthener. Strengthener. When you feel weak. When you feel like I can't make it again. When you feel like I want to give up. When you feel, oh wow. Do you know something? Let me tell you. <clears throat> Let me tell you this. Today when I was, I was preparing this message, I came to God. I said, oh. So this is the reason why Jesus came to die. Do you know that one of the assurance... Jesus agreed to come to the earth and die for me and you. Is that the Holy Ghost assured him that if only you go and die, I promise you I'll wake you up. How do I know that? If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead. So Jesus committed his life to the hands of the Holy Ghost. That if I die, you raise me. Why don't you commit your life into his hand? Oh man. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus, Romans chapter 8 verse 11. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus. So one of the reasons Jesus agreed to come and die is that the Holy Ghost told him, he said, hey boy, if only you can go, I promise you, I will raise you up. So that tomb there is the Holy Ghost that went there and called Jesus' dead body. If he can raise the dead, he can preserve the living. 
you will clap better when I finish preaching. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus, the Bible said, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, but because you don't know this, he that raised Christ from the dead shall also quicken. Oh it's another word for revitalization. Huh? Look, 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 look at the New Living Translation and, and you enjoy what? The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Now, this is another mystery. This is another mystery about the Holy Spirit. He's in you and he's by your side. I don't understand it. He's in me. Then if he's in me alone, then when an arrow is coming, how does he stop it? So he's in you. And it's, that's why Jesus said it is profitable. Because me, I can't be in you and be by your side. My goodness. But when the Holy Spirit comes here, who is going to be in you? That means that if your kidneys are affected, he can re-quicken it. Once you acknowledge it, if your liver is attacked by the devil, he can give you a new liver. My goodness. He was part of the creation. I'm going to take you there in a second. So if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, my goodness, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give you, he will give you, he will give what? Life. He will give what? Somebody say life. What is the opposite of life? And so whatever is dying in you, the Holy Ghost can bring you. Whatever is dying in the inside of you, the Holy Ghost can come and give him life. But why hasn't he given me life? You have never acknowledged him. No, because he's gentle. If you don't invite him, he doesn't come. He stays outside. He waits until you invite him. My goodness. Huh? He'll bring life to your mortal. But look at the Amplified Version. You will love it in the Amplified Version. My goodness. If the spirit of him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ from the dead will also restore uh, to life your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit that dwell in you. So watch this. Without your Holy Spirit, your body is short-lived. I'm not the one saying it's in the Bible. Without the Holy Spirit, your body is short-lived. It's not going to survive for a very long time. Because the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickens your mortal body. Revitalize your mortal body. Bring life to your mortal body. Energize your mortal body. Oh my. This one Many people in the church thought they don't need him. Some of you have pushed him away from your life. Some of you don't have any, any sense, any sense of appreciation, and you are not sensitive to him. Oh, you, you are you are standing on every platform. Kaye, Lord, speak to me. He said, What I told you last week, what did you do with it? It is profitable for you that I go. Your business that is not doing well is because the Holy Ghost is not a business partner. Amen. Wow. The people that are threatening you in the office, the way you are afraid, you are afraid because you don't know the third person of the Godhead. 
Jesus, I will not leave you like orphans. Just, just, just before I forget, there is something they've been teaching you, they call it rapture. And every one of you is expecting that one day a trumpet will sound. And when the trumpet sound, according to your Bible, in Corinthians and Thessalonians, the dead in Christ will rise again. And those of us who are alive will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And then I have to do a further study and say, what is the meaning of this rapture thing at all? That people are going to be raptured. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, it's not the first time rapture is taking place. It's not the first time. Enoch was raptured. Elijah was raptured. With his same body, he was carried by the chariot of fire. Now, God the Father came to the garden and left. And drove Adam from the garden. Then God the Son came. What an event. He showed himself after 40 days when he resurrected from the dead. And the Bible said they were standing in the mountain, all event. And then they saw a crowd lift Jesus. So Jesus was standing there. Suddenly saw that the man was going up. Going up. And they were watching him. They watched him. Watch this. They watched him. They watched him. They watched him. Until he entered the crowd, they couldn't see him again. Whilst they were standing there, an angel came and said, Man of Galilee, why are you standing here gazing? This same Jesus, you see him go. He's going to come in the same manner. Now hear this. Hear this. I want to make this point because I might forget. You cannot become born again without him. You cannot become born again without the Holy Spirit. So when the disciples walked with Jesus for three years, all of them were not born again. They were not born again. That is why when a little girl told Peter, you are one of the disciples, he said, no, I don't know him. The reason Peter denied him is that the strength, the ability to stand and not be afraid, he didn't have it. He didn't have it. Listen to this very carefully. Peter didn't have, Peter didn't have that kind of thing. Amen. They, all of them became born again in the day of Pentecost. They were with one accord in one place and suddenly... There came a mighty rushing wind. It filled the place. There were clothing tongues of fire as it sat on them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And this is it. Once you are filled with the Holy Ghost, how do I know? How do I know huh, that you are pregnant? Your stomach will start becoming big. It starts small, but you start becoming big. The demonstration of your pregnancy is the evidence of what I see. So, the evidence that you are filled with the Holy Ghost is that you will speak in tongues. That is a sign that can tell me that this person here. So, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Ghost gave them a trance. And watch this. This is not a little girl. This is not a little girl. This is a little girl trying to tell you that, do you know Jesus? Now, they are standing before the Sahindri. They are standing at the Jubilee house, at the castle. And they are telling them that don't preach in the name. He said, judge for yourself. Mm. Why? Because now something has entered there. Oh man, you don't understand what I'm talking about. No, you don't understand what I'm talking about. So, when the Holy Spirit enters you, it changes your mindset and attitude. And the things you are afraid of begin to be afraid of you. All of them are the works of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you 12 things to write down about the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you 12 things you should know about the Holy Spirit. 
Are you getting what I'm talking about? So this Holy Spirit came back on earth, filled the people, and he said, Jesus told them that, listen, don't move. Hey, 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 tarry at Jerusalem. Don't move an inch. If you go without him, the only thing you brought back is your corpse. Tarry at Jerusalem until you'll be endowed with power from above. If you sit in the church and you don't have him, you are dead. I don't care. Listen, listen, listen. I don't care how sophisticated. I don't care how elegant. I don't care how the church look like. If the Holy Ghost is not in that church, you are wasting your time there. Listen. The devil is not intimidated by crowd. Like he has stopped football. He's intimidated by where people have gathered and the Holy Spirit is in Is somebody understanding what I'm preaching here today? So if you don't have him, everything is a struggle. Without him, you cannot marry well. Without him, your Christian life will not be attractive. Without him, you cannot live a very good Christian life unless you have an encounter with him. Yes, sir. If you sit here and you think because you are sitting in church, you are going to heaven, you are making a mistake. You have to know Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, now let me go back. Let me go back to John chapter 16 from where I left off. And I want to pick something there. John chapter 16. I think I was reading from verse number 7, 6. And I think I came to some verse. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. Ha, ah, unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. What is he going to do? Verse number 8. And when be the spirit of truth, when he, and when he has come, he will reprove the word of sin. So these are the things he's going to do. And of righteousness and of judgment. Why? Verse 9 say, of sin because they believe not in me. He will reprove. Of righteousness because I go to the Father. And he see me no more. Watch this. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Keep on going. Mm -hmm. I have yet many things to say unto you. Mm. So when Jesus was there, he said, oh, there are a lot of things in my heart. I want to teach you about how to prosper. But I can't. I want to teach you about how to marry well. But I can't. I want to teach you about how to live and raise your children, but I can't. Huh? I have yet medicine to say unto you, but you cannot even bear them. When I push all of them into you, you can't handle it to confuse you. So what is going to happen? How bit? When he, the spirit of truth, has come, the one I'm going to, when he come, he will guide you into all truth. This is too powerful. This one is too powerful. When the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth. So you are in error because you have not seen him. Because once the Holy Spirit is there, he will guide you into all truth. Oh my goodness, I love this one. For he shall not speak of himself. That is another thing. Yes, the reason is because of the interconnection. When Jesus Christ on earth, he said, what I see the Father do, that is what I do. Yes, I and the Father are one. The miracles I do is not of me, but of the Father. Then Jesus left. Then Jesus is saying that the Holy Ghost, when he comes, he will not do anything of his own. Wow. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, 
Whatsoever he shall hear. So when you are walking and you are trying to go somewhere and you hear a voice say that don't go. It is the Holy Ghost that speaks. But the Holy Ghost spoke because he heard it from heaven. The Holy Ghost speaking from the control tower. And the Holy Ghost that is watching over you said, no, you don't have to move. So when the Holy Spirit, but whatsoever he shall hear, that is what, that, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. No way. No way. I can end with this one. So why are you afraid of tomorrow? If he has not said some, anything, then it means there is no danger. Keep moving. But if there's going to be any danger, he will teach you things to come. Oh, wait. But I didn't know coronavirus was coming. He said it. But probably you are too busy to hear. He's going to teach you things to come. What things are you going to teach me to come? That means that as far as you are in covenant relationship with him, nothing must take you by surprise. Let me put it in a better way. The enemy must not take you by surprise. Because the Holy Ghost will teach you things to come. You are the only people on earth that have the power to know your tomorrow. How be it when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. Have you noticed it? This is what just happened. So this is a generation that come, when they come to church, they don't know there's a Holy Spirit, they will be taking video. That is a generation. That is the kind of generation you live in. You are distracted by so many things that you can't hear the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord that will drop in your spirit is called Rema. It's light. It's more than the video you are shooting. To go and put it on your Facebook for what? This is a generation that if you don't take care, the Holy Ghost will stop speaking to everybody. Because the things that are grieving him are too much. We are going to come to that in a second. So many. The Holy Spirit. What a terrible thing. Do you know why God wants you to know Jesus by now? There is a reason he wants to know you. At the time the rapture takes place, the reason is difficult to be born again. It's because the one that will help you. So let me go. Before I go there, let me tell you the thing you call rapture. The way Jesus Christ was lifted to the air, one day the Holy Ghost will leave. He's going to leave. He's not going to stay here forever. He's going to depart the way Jesus left. But he came here for a reason. The reason he came is because of the church. But if I came because of the church, then I can't leave the church behind. I came because of you guys. So when I'm going, I can't leave you. Then what is that time I'm coming? So the day he's going, everybody who is part of the church, he lifts you up. Yeah. And that is what you call the rapture. It does not matter that day when you are bathing, you will be raptured. When you are with your husband in the bed, man, man. I don't know what the Holy Ghost is going to do it. Before you know the two of you are lifted and then you are saying you are going out. A lot of things. Now, there's a danger. Listen, it will be a terrible thing. When you are in an airplane, 800 passengers, and the pilot is a, a Christian, he just got raptured. 
If you are not a Christian, you are on your own. It is that day. Now, now tell us everything. You can wear all your dresses. You can do whatever you are doing. But that day, it will tell us those who are Christians, those who are not. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The foundation of the Lord standeth sure. Having this, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Is that? So the Holy Ghost. And then after that, the Bible said you can be born again. But not with a helper and a comforter. Not with a comforter and a helper. So you'll be hanging around. But the Holy Ghost. So listen. The thing you call rapture is the exiting of the Holy Spirit. And the moment he exit, the Bible said in the book of Revelation, judgment starts. That is where the seven trumpets are sound. First trumpet judgment. Because the one. So the reason why the devil wants to send tsunami, he bring it to the Philippines. She wish he can destroy the world. But the Holy Ghost stopped him. No. So listen, there is a limit to what the devil can do. As long as this third person of the Godhead is on earth. There's a limit. There is a limit to what he can do. Watch it very carefully. Amen. Business not working. Companies collapsing. Confusion in marriages. It's the absence of the Holy Spirit. No. He came to help. But we have not given him the opportunity to help. He's too gentle to force himself. The devil, the devil forces himself on people. He uses compulsion. There is something we call compulsive demons. They make you do things against your will. But the Holy Ghost will not do it. Amen. When you are going to somebody's husband in the hotel, the devil will tell you, go. I mean, that. I mean, you are going to get breakthrough. The Holy Ghost will whisper, stop this. She will tell you, stop. She will tell you, please, my girl, don't do this. It will not help you. He has a still small voice. As he whispers, and you keep going, then he starts redrawing. He redraws. Amen. First John chapter 5 verse 7 talks about the fact that he is a witness in everything that is happening. For there are three that bear record in heaven. When you go to heaven, there are three things that bear record in heaven. And the Bible mentioned the fact that the Father, everybody say the Father. The Word. And what? The Holy Spirit. So when you go to heaven, these three bear record. I wish I have time to explain that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I just quoted the scripture to make another point. And then I'll get to my 12 points that you should know about the Holy Spirit. And I'll get out of your way, if you don't mind. There are three that bear record in heaven. So when you go to heaven, these three bear record means that they are in agreement. They are inseparable. They are not confused. If one says something, all the rest are in agreement. The Bible says the Father, the Word. So when you go to heaven, Jesus' name is not called Jesus. His name is called what? The Word. How do I know that? In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. John chapter 1. Are you getting the picture now? So there are three that bear record in heaven. But what bear record on earth? These are the things. So you need these three on earth. Go to the next verse and see. So he spoke about heaven and he spoke about earth. There are three that bear witness 
Whatever you do, this three must witness on earth. And the three that bear witness is the spirit. <laughs> Amen. Have you seen the father is not here? So there is nothing said about the father. In the heaven, the father is there. Huh? The word and the spirit. Because it's everywhere at every time. The Holy Ghost is here and heaven at the same time. Watch this. But then on earth, he is already here, so he's the spirit. The next thing is the water. That is why you are baptizing and sanctified. Now, the third one is what? The blood. The blood. So, this three, spirit, water, blood, must be able to be your security. Amen. As long as you have these three witnesses, these three agree in one. The three of them. The, 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 look at the New Living Translation. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. The spirit, the water, the blood, and all three. They bear witness on earth. Ask your neighbor before we continue from here. Do you know the Holy Spirit? <laughs> He's the greatest secret of the universe. What did I say? The Holy Spirit is what? The greatest secret of the universe. Hallelujah. Number one. Twelve things you should know about the Holy Ghost. I'll get out of here. Number one. The Holy Spirit is a person. He is what? A person. The first thing you must know is that he is what? He is not fire. It's not wind. It's not a dove. Now, listen. Look at me. I say it's not a dove. Look at somebody and say, the Holy Ghost is not a bronoma. Tell the person. <laughs> I see some of you have it in your room. Huh? You see that white dove coming? Yeah. And then there's a shadow. Yeah. And then when you go and stand there, oh, Holy Spirit. Hey. It's not a dove. Amen. It's not a dove. Don't show a dress and put a dove here. And walk around thinking that. What is the Holy Spirit? He said, oh, that is my Holy He's not a doubt. Tell your neighbor, he's a person. He's a person. The Holy Ghost is what? He's what a person. John chapter 14 and verse number 16. And I will pray the Father. Wow, 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 wow. Come to verse number 15 first. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, then the things that my servant is preaching, keep them. If you love me, keep my commandments. And when you keep what is going to happen, look at the next verse. And I will pray the Father. I will beg the Father. I will ask the Father. Uh, I will pray the Father. And he shall give you another comforter. Mm. What? Another. I myself am a comforter, Jesus said. But another comforter, Parakritos. Another comforter. A type like my kind. The way I feed you is going to feed you. The way I provide your needs is going to do it. I will pray the Father, He shall give you another comforter that He may abide with you forever. Now, hear the word. If it is an, this man is not a giraffe, is he? So, another human being. Another sheep. It cannot be a cow. So another comforter. It's like Jesus. So what is it? Jesus cried. The Holy Ghost can cry. Jesus wept. The Holy Ghost can weep. Jesus was grieved. The Holy Ghost can be grieved. We'll come there in a second. Jesus was offended by the Pharisees' attitude. The Holy Ghost can be offended. You can get him offended. 
I'm going to show you that the more you offend him, the more he regrows. This is a reason for our suffering. I like the way you are looking at me. I'm not a comforter. This is a reason for our struggle. This is a reason why our children are learning, but they can't pick it. They don't know the Holy Spirit. They don't. The people that go to malams, jujus, occultism, and everything, they also deal with the Spirit. This is the danger. You are living in the office, surrounded by wicked and witches and occults, who don't believe in the God you believe. What they strengthen themselves from their demonic spirit, you don't have the Holy Spirit. Wow. You will clap better when I finish preaching. Now listen to me. Let me tell every student here. There are satanic agent students in classroom who can extract what you learn. They can shut your brain down. They can cause you to fall sick. Because everything evil Hate everything righteous. This is the bottom line. This is the bottom line. You can go and marry in a family and they can take your name to Juju because they don't want you to marry their son. The guy is a breadwinner. He's the one in abroad sending the money. They can send your name there. The problem is not where they go. What do you have? The problem is not where they go. Forever forever darkness darkness will salute light and forever darkness will salute light and forever light will be a master of darkness and so in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god all things were made by the word and without the word was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shined in darkness and the darkness said yes sir The problem is not they coming to put concussion in front of your show. <laughs> what do you have? Yeah. Now look at God in his humorous way of dealing with things. He said, even if what you are going through is great. Because some of you are going through some stuff and then you think this is a great stuff. You don't know. He said that. Forget about it. Even what you are going through is great. What I put in you is greater. Amen. So greater you see that is in me. And if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, so that greater thing in you, what is the name of that thing? If Jesus said, John said, <laughs> little children, you have overcome them. The evil one you have overcome. He said, John, why have you overcome? Because greater you see, that is in you. Oh, me? What is that? I can see. He said, Then he that is in the world. What is that thing in me? The spirit of him that raised hey. Jesus from the dead dwelleth in Then he that raised Christ from the dead can stop the hypertension, can stop the diabetes, can stop the attack, can stop the blood disease, can stop it. Will you permit and allow him to do it? Yeah. Now look at it. 
Let me show you how the supernatural don't just zoom into your, into your privacy and just do anything in the house. Even at the cemetery, they must roll away the stone. That is a sign of their faith. Rolling away the stone is a work of man. Calling the dead is a work of God. But as long as the stone has not been rolled by man, God will not raise the dead. God will never raise the dead if the stone is there. So if you don't give this Holy Spirit an attention, live your life. Some of you don't mind him. You don't have, you, you don't have any sensitivity towards him. You live as if he doesn't exist. The, the only way you hear the Holy Ghost is a pastor say, I feel the Holy Spirit. Then you also check. I don't feel anything. He's a person. He's your defense at the office. Now this boy standing here. It's because of something I know is in me. No, if you touch me, I know. I am very conscious. Listen, listen, listen. If you see this boy walking, I am conscious of divine presence. It's, it's just locked up in my spirit. I can challenge a witch. I can say things that you will not dare. It is that thing that came on David. When he saw it, this is what David said. I am walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but I'm not fearing anything. Why? Because something, I have seen something with me that is stronger than the valley of the shadow of death. If you are not conscious of his presence, he will not defend you. So they pour concussions in front of your house, it works. Because you don't, you don't have, you, you are not conscious of his presence. A lot of pastors don't know him. Yes, sir. They don't know the Holy Spirit. That's why they gossip, they barbite, they attack. They don't know him. If you want to walk in his power, don't grieve him. Wow. Don't offend him. Amen. Tell your neighbor he's not a dove. He's not a wind. He's not a white dove. Tell me he's not a white dove. Because most times you refer the Holy Ghost to a white dove. All the black doves are from the devil, but the white ones are the Holy Ghost. I have some pigeons here. The dove. One day I have somebody come to stand there. Oh, a lot of Holy Spirit. So sad. So sad. So sad. So sad. You know, there was a time people used to go to London. And stand at uh, what is called uh, what's the name? Uh, yeah, Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square, and then the, a dove will come and sit, and I can see that. Oh, Holy Spirit! What a sad story. No wonder the Queen clear all of them before he died. He sucked all the dove from there because I think it was it was it was a blasphemy to the Holy Spirit. It all started from the father. Jesus was preaching, and the Holy Ghost descended like, not like. Your enemy is rolling like. It means not a lion, but it, it's not a lion. If it's a lion, you'll be an old lion by now, and his teeth are not strong. So don't go about and say the devil is a, he is like a rolling lion. Being born in the garage doesn't make you a car. Being born in the garage doesn't make you a car. Being born in the garage doesn't make you a car. 
Be like a lion that shall make you. You are rather the lion of the tribe of. You rather belong to the lion of the tribe of Judah. The devil wants to fake it. He wants to counterfeit it. So he is like, but it's not. It's not. Oh man, give the Lord some shout and some praise here and celebrate Jesus. You have power inside of you. You have unseen inside of you. The spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. That spirit is privileged to live in you. You have power. You get some power. The thought is that you are not exercising it. Listen to what the heaven just spoke to me. The Lord just spoke from heaven and said, Son, I'm happy you are preaching this thing. Because most of them has power they are not using. We have authority we are not using. We are under utilizing the authority we have. Oh my. I like what my son told me in Anakwam. He said, Daddy, I saw Daddy, oh. One day I was looking for something. He said, Daddy, it's on your phone. I said, What is that for Daddy? All you use your phone to do is just calls. He said, Your phone can do so many things. But I said, No, Timsa. And he said, Daddy, your phone is underutilized. Because there are so many things your phone can do. iPhone 13 can do this. But hello, how are you? Is everything okay? See you. Good morning, Pa. It's down. It's not different from the Holy Ghost in you. Listen, all you use him to do is to feel great goosebumps when you worship. And then you cry small. Oh, Holy Spirit, I love you. Then you go home. I pray that your eyes will be open. Now listen. When you are in a car, you must know that he's there. And because of that, you cannot have accident. He's very conscious of his presence. Are you getting something here today? <laughs> now, the, the, let me shock you with this one. Let me shock you with this one. Let me shock you with this one. Write it. Sit down and write it. Sit down and write it. Number two, write it. The Holy Ghost created you. Now, I know you know God formed you in the dust. And I know God saved you. Today, let me shock you with something. The Holy Ghost. He's the one who designed your nose. The way your nose is flat is the Holy Ghost who did it. He's the one who created you. Amen. Tell your neighbor the Holy Ghost created you. Tell your neighbor the Holy Ghost created you. <laughs> Who else can tell it? Job chapter 33. Take me there. Job chapter 33 verse 4. Don't forget this scripture for the rest of your life. Huh? Oh, Job chapter 33 verse number 4. The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord had. So who made you? The Holy Spirit. And the breath of the Almighty has given me what? Life. Jesus is, God is the one that breathed. That, that they're making the formation. God is the one that breathed, but the formation, the designing of your nose, the architect is the Holy Spirit. Oh no, you are not listening to what I'm talking about. I have to get out of your way. The Spirit of God has formed me. Amplified version. Let me show you something. Amplified version. It is the Spirit of God that made me, which has stirred me up. And the breath of the Almighty that gives me life. Which is spice. 
Oh, this is good stuff. My goodness. Go to the New Living Translation. Let's get something here. So, and I mean, contrary to today, I want to append your theology a little bit. So that you come around. God is the one that breathes by the formation. So the way your nose, the way your eyes, the Bible says, you are fearfully and wonderfully. And the architect that designs you. For the spirit of the Lord has made me. Wow. NIV version. Wow. Now, now just turn, your, turn and look at Turn, turn and look at the Holy Ghost design by your side. Just, just, just check somebody's face. Can, can you see the design? Look at the eyes. Look, look at the eyes. Look at the nose. Oh my. And when what? Now listen. 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 That is why the greatest insult you can give to God is to say you are not beautiful. Because oh man. The Holy Ghost properly handcrafted you. Give the Lord a clap. I don't care what you say about me. I don't care your opinion. I am fearfully and Hallelujah. I am wonderfully me. I know that, Prophet Anna. I know I'm a very handsome man. I know I am sharp. I know I'm cute. I, I just lock up in my mind. I'm just enjoying myself and the reason is that the one that made me didn't make a mistake at all give the lord a shout and say oh i'm such a nice guy thank god this lady catch me fast if this lady didn't catch me you'll be fighting to get me now i know that for a fact look at your neighbor and say can you see god's design can you see it Look at the neck, look at the eyes, look at your nose, look at the way your teeth is. You are so mad. The design there is no designer that can beat the Holy Ghost. He is before all designers, he was there. Give the Lord a shout of praise, celebrate life, enjoy your life, celebrate and enjoy. It. Amen. Let me bring you to the New Testament. Let me bring you there. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. Who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament? Not of the latter, but of the Spirit. For the latter kill it, but the Spirit. <laughs> what, what gives you life? And that is why the devil is happy that you don't know him. In fact, the greater joy you are giving to the devil is that you don't know the Holy Spirit. Because the devil knows that anything you kill inside you, the spirit can come and give it life back. You can just zoom in and quicken it. Give it life. The latter kill it. Don't stay with the latter, but the spirit give it what? Life. Somebody say life. Say life, 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 life. Now, do you remember the statement Jesus made in John chapter 6, verse 63? It's the spirit that Jesus said that. Oh, oh, oh. He said something, people were angry. He said, you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they said, what? Why are you trying to introduce us to cannibalism? What is that? We should eat your flesh, my. And that is the greatest insult to tell a Jewish man to drink your blood. Yes, sir. Because you know, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And it is the spirit. Jesus said, it is the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profited nothing. That is the flesh without the Holy Ghost is nothing. But the words I speak to you, they are. 
and they are. Why did the world become spirit and love? Because they were charged by the Holy Ghost. NIV verses. The only words that carry life and spirits are words that are charged, supercharged by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words are spoken to you. They are full of. So, the words I'm preaching today, if you open your spirit, they are full of. And what? That is why he sent his way. Heal them. And deliver them. Why? Because they were charged. Those who are, who are charged by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everywhere you go. Are you, are you following me? <laughs> Amen. Give me your Bible. Give me your Bible. Huh? Do you have any other book here? Somebody give me a book. A literature book. Oh, no, no. It's not diary. This is diary. I need some book. Did you bring book to church? Yes, book. Oliver Twist. Yes, there's a book here. Pastor has a book. Modern marriage. Everybody go and get one. Amen. Huh? Book. Do you know? Oh, oh, Francis is trying to come. Let me see the book he read. He pretends to bring me the Holy Spirit. Yeah, because you know I was preaching the Holy Spirit. He intentionally just brought it. Hallelujah. Transits in the Spirit. Yes. There's a book here. The benefit of fasting. Oh, the altar is holding it. Amen. Now watch this. I wrote this book. Hmm? Wrote it. This one was written by Charles Cadwell. This one was written by Bishop Dakiwad Mills. But the Holy Ghost is the author of this book. Oh no. This is the reason why you have to read it. The Holy Ghost is who are the author of what? The Bible. That makes that book totally different. Now, how do I know it's the author of the Bible? It is the only book on earth. My book that I show you can only tell you how to fast. It can't tell you how to even be born again. It can't tell you how to get your financial blessing. It can tell you. The one Francis showed it to me, it is talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's it. Modern marriage is talking about how to marry. The only book that tells you your past, your present, and your future is the one authored by the Holy Spirit. If you are clapping for Jesus, then you are a child of God. There is only one book on earth. It tells you about your past. It tells you about what to do now. And it tells you what to do tomorrow. One book. So your third point, the Holy Ghost is the author of the Bible. That is why you should take that book very serious. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 21. For the prophecy came not in the old time. He's talking about the Old Testament. Huh? By the will of man. No. But holy men. Holy men. The men that wrote the Bible, number one, their qualifications are they were what? Holy men. Holy men. But holy men of God. Back as they were moved by who? So Vicky, say what I say. No, wait, say what I say. Wait, don't rush. Don't rush. My name is Vicky. I am blessed. I am I am rich. See, he's not saying anything of his own. Everything he said, he heard it from you and he repeated. So the holy man heard the thing from the Holy Ghost. Now let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Let me validate what I said. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Let's read from verse number 16. Let me show you something. 
Now, to, to, to reinforce what I just said, all, Jesus, what's the name of this book? Scriptures. All scriptures, all, all. How many of them? Oh, from Genesis chapter 1 all the way to Revelation, the last chapter. Oh my goodness. All scriptures is given by the inspiration. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. Go to the next verse. Huh. Huh? That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all what? Unto all what? Come back to verse 16. Go to the Amplified version. 16, Amplified. Now watch this. Every scripture is God's breath. And God's breath is the Holy Spirit. There is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. Every scripture is God bread, given by his inspiration. And profitable instruction for reproof, for conviction of sin, for correction of error, and discipline in obedience, and for training in righteousness. The holy living mm. in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action. And action. All scriptures are given by God's bread. <laughs> what is God's bread? Don't forget. The Holy Ghost formed with the Lord breathed. So God's bread is the spirit of God. So when God breathed into man, who the man became, ha, ha, ha. how do I know that God breathed in the Holy Ghost? How can I know since I'm a virgin? Ah. The angel didn't make it say the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest shall overshadow you. So it means that a breath is going to enter your womb. And immediately the breath enter your womb. There will be a formation of children. Are you getting something here then? Wow. Are you getting something here at all? <laughs> Amen. Before I came to preach, there were some girls and some young guys here who came to stand on the platform and sing, demonstrating their talent and, 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 just, and just causing us to enjoy ourselves. Hallelujah. This guy is standing on the camera. This guy, if you put me there, I'm telling you, the people's head will be threatening. Because that's not what I have. Everybody here, everybody here, the Holy Spirit select your talent and your gift. Those who are Christians, they are clapping for Jesus. The Holy Spirit select the gift and the skill given to you by the Father. The talent, the gift, and the skill that is given to you by the Father. The Holy Ghost select it. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. The Holy Ghost select. So, tell your neighbor, you have a gift. You have a talent. Tell the something. There's something you have, I don't have. Tell the person there's something. You are unique. Now, listen. The confirmation of that thing is what you call thumbprint. Can you imagine? Listen, listen, listen. This is amazing. 
one day I went to some place and they told me that I should do thumbprint. And I said, what is really the I was in America. I said, what is really the meaning of thumbprint? Because you, you, you just go somewhere and then you put my hand, my finger. And I like the way the white man explains. Oh, it's very difficult for you to see it, but under the microscope, seven billion people on earth, everybody's design on his fingers are different. Amazing God. The Holy Spirit. Even if they are twins. I'm not talking about the people in this room. I'm talking about 7 billion people alive. Forget about the 7 billion that, 7 billion that has already died. 7 billion people. Rough estimate from the Adam to now, there have been about almost 14 billion people that has lived on this earth. Every one of them, the Holy Ghost made sure their thumbprint design is not the same. Oh. This kind God, you. I have never seen your kind. You. This kind God. Blessed be. So, the Bible sang a song. Oh, yeah, then I'm not too. Oh, yeah, then I'm sure she will be. To me, Ben Cran, I would take a sa. Oh, Cassapen and Yamasa. They say, and I'm a brother, say, we push our same we are then I would desire to print on people's finger design for seven billion people. How did you do that? If you are not shouting, you will never shout. I have composed a song. How do you do that? That you have designed for seven billion people and no two of them to print design. It is a video cosy. Seven billion. If you put them under microscopic machine, everybody's design is different. Oh, if you are not shouting, you will never shout. Again. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter, chapter, chapter 12, verse number 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, but what? The same spirit. So he's saying that this one has a gift. This beautiful lady has a gift. This one has a gift. But diversity means that the way this one operates will not be the same as I operate. The way this guy operates will not be the same. But the one behind operation. <laughs> diversity is of gift, but the same. So don't condemn my own because it doesn't look like your own. The important thing is the one behind. So listen, the problem, the problem with the move of God. With the things of God, it's not the pastor working miracles. It's not the pastor raising the dead. What is behind it? That is where you have to find out. That's where you have to find out. I am concerned where you go, and I don't mind you going everywhere, because I don't want you to go to any place that the thing behind it is not the Holy Spirit. It means that by the time they finish with you, you have gone to carry something. That might torment you for the rest of your life. If grace and mercy does not come for your rescue. You can't give what you don't have. If a pastor has put 
human body and human blood on his altar. That is what he's calling for. Some of them are becoming born again now and they are repenting and, and telling and confessing what they did. The guy laying hands on you. Laying out of hands is not a decoration. No. No. If it's so serious, a Paul say, be careful, don't lay hands on people suddenly. Why? Because if you lay hands on somebody, it's either something live here and come here or something live here and go here. Normally, the one that put his hand has more dominant power. So, if I carry a sorcery spirit, once I lay hands on you, a life warrior can never shock you until you touch it. No, the power is not made to shock. That is not the intention. But you ignorantly and that word is strong. I don't want to use it for you. You ignorantly want to touch it. And the electrical power right from Akosomo between the turbans and the water that is packing through the transformers come back and just pass through you. So when I lay hands on you I have contacted you. The next thing that takes place is transmission. Watch this. So laying on half is contact and transmission. If the one sitting there carry a witchcraft spirit and you don't carry the Holy Ghost, something leaves you and come. If the power in you is stronger and the person carries a wrong spirit, the moment you lay hands, what is inside you leaves. So, some of you, so many of you, has received deliverance unaware. Most of the anointing service we do, as we lay hands on you, something inside you that's not put down by God. The moment they sense the Holy Spirit, bah, they leave. Give the Lord a clap of it. Put your hands together for Jesus. They leave. Verse number five. Oh, Lord, my time is up. There are differences of administration by the same Lord. <laughs> and there are diversities of oppression, but it is the same God which we can all. Same. Have you seen the word same? Same. 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 If what I carry is what you carry, we'll be in the same frequency. The army should be better. Do you know why I'm operating in Ghana? I've tried to go to some countries and the Lord will tell me, I remember many years ago in my ministry, I was facing some challenges and I was being tested. And in my mind, I, I decided, let me, let, me, let me just go and live in America. I mean, let me just leave. <laughs> and I was there then. The Lord told me, I have not sent you here. Come back to Ghana. That means that the Holy Spirit determined the geographical location. When your gift and talent will flourish. Amen. So hear this. I know you have planted the business at Manata, but begin to pray and ask the Holy Ghost. This company, where exactly should I put it? Yes. Which you have never done. You are struggling in Damsuma. You have lived there for some time and you can tell that this kind of struggling is not normal. Because the Holy Ghost determined the geographical location. Where you have to go. Eh? 
You must go to him and say, Holy Spirit, where exactly do you think this water company business, this shop can function? You went to maybe Malata or Mokona because mindset has told you that is where all businesses are. That means that you were not led by the Holy Spirit. I am not important because I feel like coming. I... Go and meditate about this. Some of you are struggling because you are where God doesn't want you to be. No way. You are where God doesn't want you. Now listen to me. The day Lot was separated from Abraham, he started struggling. <laughs> yeah. What is another dangerous one? When you are in a company working and your time is up. It means that now God wants to bring you out for you to start something on your own. And you are there. Everything turns against you. So stop complaining about the people that don't like you. It's time to go to the Holy Ghost. What exactly are you saying? Oh, I, I, maybe when I say this, they will clap better. As many as are led by the Holy Spirit. As many as are led, not their mind, not advice from their husband or their wife or their boss. But what they are doing, they are led. They are the people the Bible called the sons of God. One of the greatest experiences I had with the Holy Ghost was the early days of my Christian life. Wow. We were living in Manprobi Kamara and I was going to, I mean, some remember, we were in the students and then, and then uh, uh, Kakari Brobe something and then, and then I was going to visit some girls and when I got there, I stopped at the wrong junction and I didn't know because sometimes uh, those girls were the girls that were supporting other school and sometimes when you go and visit them, you have to depend on them to get the trotro money back. So along the way, you have only in light trotro, but the out, you don't. And you can, I, I, I know my faith, what happened, if I go to them, then he said, they'll give me money. So I went there, but I didn't know. They, they gave me a rough, a rough direction. But you know Ghana's direction? When you get to where the Boloto kiosk is, turn left. What do go to the Boloto kiosk is lifted? Then you are confused. Oh, give the Lord a clap of him for Ghana. <laughs> go there. After you stop at the Trotro Johnson, you will see a Loto kiosk straight in front of you. And the Loto kiosk, there was a flat. It fell down, so he has lifted it. What's going to happen? So I go to the judge and say, wow, what do I do? And they gave me something. And when I read, I realized that the, the, the thing they told me as a landmark was not there. Oh. And I've had a message from one of our seniors in the Lord that the Holy Ghost can guide you. Yes, yes, yes. So I say, Holy Spirit, where do I go? Audibly, turn left. Then I started. I was going. Apprehension, I was sweating. I'm not too sure what this guy is. I go to a place and he says, stop. And I stop. And he say, turn to that rough road there. And I turn. I move a little bit. I go to the place. The junction was like T. Left or right? He said, turn right. The moment I turn right, I saw Benny say, Nana, how did you know here? She was standing there. <laughs> Holy Spirit. It's not me alone. It has happened to many people in the thing. Many. 
Why doesn't you give you the rest that is earful listening to Kalibo Nkacha? He cannot, he cannot teach you that. She cannot give you direction. She cannot. She cannot. Even the music you are playing in your car, she will walk out of the car. Apostle Paul warned us, sing spiritual songs. So I am, because of the Holy Spirit, I am careful my environment. Sometimes when you come to my home, gospel music is playing 24 hours. There are people who knows what I'm talking about. They've come to my house and they see it's playing. Sometimes Bible is being read, audio Bible. It's red, 24. Our speakers all over. I learned it from a man of God in America. I said, Nana, if you don't control your atmosphere, something will control it. I said, what do you mean? He said, guest speakers. Put it at the park, at the corner, at the bridge, everywhere, and play gospel music. Because I'm going to teach you tomorrow that the Holy Ghost likes singing. Yes. She loves singing. The Holy Ghost loves songs. So when he sees there is a gospel song filled with the Holy Ghost, anointed, he will come to that place. And you see, that is why sometimes you are praying that gospel song in your car and suddenly tears run down in your eyes. And you feel it's the Holy Ghost that has zoomed into the car. You have invited him unconsciously. She so loves singing. So you have to, this is not anything that costs you get some speakers, put it on a very low tone, play the gospel. I have an iPod, it has over 10 to 15,000 songs. It plays from Domuen. That is what I play early in the morning. I can change in the afternoon what I play. Sometimes just a gospel jazz. I have, a, I have about, about 1,500 gospel jazz, only instrumentalists. Wow. Nobody is singing, it's just gospel. And, they are and you could see that the atmosphere. You just control the atmosphere. Eh? And then all your atmosphere. That is why we have failed your atmosphere. The moment you hear one of them, tell your friend about root and say root, root. Then you see the Holy Ghost walking gently out of the place. Sing spiritual song. Sometimes in your hall, just put it on there. Leave it. Sometimes, once a while, pray with music at the background. In your secret place or your prayer room, there's a small UBL or JBL that is praying gospel music. I'm not talking about the music. There are things. There are things you sing. They are not worship. You know. You know. Yeah, let me tell you. There are things you sing. It's not worship. It's not worship. It's not adoration. You are still asking. But when you can, there is now. Like you, no one else can touch my heart. Now, listen, are you getting it? Oh, Fatasa, would you? Oh, Fatasa, would you? And us, oh, Obi Aran, say, Oh, you are just adoring this holy name. So, there are things you call worship, they are not worship, they are not worship, they are not worship. There are songs who sing and who cry, they are not worship. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. And if you look at how wrong, the Lord said, I'm giving you the word. He said, A cup. 
Look at the way you're blessing. And God said, go into the way. He said, cup. And then you bring God cup. What should God do with the cup? He said, you open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. Then you came with tea cup. Oh, I'm correcting some things here. You just love those songs, but me. Well, I might sing them another time when I need something, but I don't sing it as a worship. If it doesn't lift you. So when you start the song, God knows exactly the community. He knows what you are communicating. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, for instance, if don't sing, come and say that the fragrance of my worship rose up to the Father. Then there's lightings, earthquake. What's the response? It's a message. She's trying to tell you that when you engage in a worship, he's trying to tell you that your weapon is your worship. Because he said, the fragrance of my worship rose up to the Father. The song itself might not be an adoration song, but it's leading you into something. Huh? Rose up to the Father. Then when I said, he said, I, I mean, noises, tenders, and earthquake was a response. And he said, the sequence, at first it was fragrance. And whilst it was, it turned to fire. It means that in the realms of the spirit, things can metamorphose itself into different things. The metamorphosis, it just changed from one thing to the other. As the intensity of the worship goes. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? First it was fragrance, then it turned to fire. So watch this. How did it turn to fire? In the time that the fragrance, the fragrance was gone. The worship was gone, but the enemy was trying to come up. That the same thing that was going to God turned and faced the enemy. So to the enemy became a fire, but to God is fragrance. That is a oh I, I wish I can tell you. That is what happened. So when you start singing in your house, so many things are happening in the spirit. You just have to believe it by faith. Unfortunately, my time is up. It was 12 things, but I've given you two. Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands. My time is up. My time is up. My time is up. We'll continue. Hallelujah. I judge you give the Lord a better shout in praise. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.